Spring turkey season is upon us, and don't be caught out in the woods without having Onyx Hunt on your phone. One feature Onyx has that is often overlooked for turkey hunting is their recent imagery filter with their elite memberships. This imagery is updated week to week, and it comes in extremely handy, especially when you're trying to find these gobble zones where these turkeys will go out in a high spot on a fresh clear cut and strut around all day long. Actually, I was just looking at on Onyx where, where the timber company just came into Andrew's club and did a very small clear cut along this creek, and I can see the high spots on the topographical map, but also I can see exactly where they mulch, and those are going to be hot spots for finding gobblers, especially mid-morning after they get off their hens, getting up on these little high spots in this fresh, small clear cut along the creek and strutting and gobbling all day long. If you want to give Onyx a try, you can actually download it for free, try it for seven days, and if you decide to purchase, you can use the promo code SOUTHERN and save on your premium and elite memberships. So go into this turkey season, know where you stand with Onyx. If you're looking to throw some optics on your turkey gun this spring, look no further than the Vortex Defender ST. This is the red dot we're going to be running this season. We're excited about it. This thing's built like a tank, super lightweight, super long battery life, everything you need in a good turkey red dot. And if you want to get a discount on that red dot or any other Vortex Optic, go to eurooptic.com and use the code SGN10 to get a discount. That's eurooptic.com, code SGN10. If you live in the Gulf Coast region, you need to find yourself at the EcoWild Expo May 10th through the 12th in Mobile. It is the premier outdoor expo for the Gulf Coast region, and we're going to be there. We're going to have a booth. We're super excited about it. Can't wait to meet you guys that live down there. We absolutely love the Gulf Coast region, so to be a part of this show, we're super excited about. We're going to have past podcast guests there at our booth for you to talk to, guys who are relevant for your area, who you can talk to, you can pick their brain, you can joke with them, laugh with them, tell them your story, whatever you want to do. It's going to be a awesome time. We're already working on some past podcast guests, but hey, if you live in this area and you have a suggestion for someone you want to see at that show, write in and we'll see if we can get them. There's going to be all kinds of exhibitors at the show that are focused on hunting, fishing, conservation, and recreation. There's going to be activities for the whole family there. They got axe throwing, archery. They're going to have our podcast booth. And then for the kids, they got touch tanks, a honeybee exhibition, a raptor show, kids fishing tank, BB gun range, and a butterfly house. So you're going to love it. Your kids are going to love it. It's going to be an awesome time. So head on over to ecowildexpo.com to get more information on the show and to go ahead and grab your tickets. And hey, mark it on your calendar. May 10th through the 12th. Be there. We want to see you. And we're excited to talk to you. So we'll see you at the EcoWild Expo this May 10th through the 12th at the Mobile Convention Center in Mobile, Alabama. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
everybody coming at you once again from Oklahoma because uh, if you listen to the Strut Report, we were on our way here and now we're here. Jacob, what's up? Mm. Oh, turkey. Mm. Turkeys, 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 turkeys. <coughs> so, there's three of us here. Yep. Myself, Andrew Maxwell. It is Jacob Myers, who we're going to have to come up with a new nickname for after what happened the other day. Uh, and Mr. Matt Garris of Out on the Limb Tree Stands. Yes, sir. We are here in Enid, Oklahoma. So... Would you say it correctly? Yeah. You yeah. did. Yeah, I didn't know how to say it till I got here. So. Anid. Anid. Anid, yeah. That's how we say it down south. Denied. Yep. Something like that. Anyway. Anyways, so, well, I'll let you guys kind of introduce yourselves, too. Well, we already know Jacob, which got, when when everybody hears <laughs> what ginger. Jacob has done, the ginger. <laughs> he's going to get a new nickname. Well, Matt, why don't you introduce yourself? I am Matt Garris, owner of Adel- Out on a Limb Manufacturing. Here in Enid, Oklahoma. Yes, sir. Awesome. And Matt has been far too good to us this week. Opened up his home to us. Cooked us some amazing meals. Take These Oklahoma up. fellas know how to eat. We'll I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's the freaking case right there. And Jacob likes to eat, so it's a win-win right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were up here um, to do two things. One, turkey hunt. And mm-hmm. two, film some stuff for Out on a Limb and also our own YouTube channel. And uh, we have done both of those, and we'll get to the out on a limb and filming stuff a little bit later in the podcast. But first, but first, we have to talk about winner, hunting winner. Rio Grande turkeys. Woo! 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 All right, so so Matt Late came on. in big time, got his permission on a freaking great literally property. the probably the best piece of private land i've ever stepped foot on oh and it was only 160 whatever acres 160 yeah that's um that's a lot to say and so it actually it's kind of funny because you know we had talked about you know hunting public versus private land for turkeys a while back and someone was asking you about that and you said you like to hunt private land because you have so many more acres to run you know thousands public. of acres you said that backwards oh my bad Public land, you'd like to, you know, hunt that because you have so much more acres. Dude, we couldn't go far at all before we got back on birds. Yeah. Like, well, another thing, the reason I said that is because, like, like, this afternoon, we were hunting private land that didn't have any turkeys on it. Had ticks. Had a, oh, Whoa. that, we'll get to that also later. Whoa, Ooh. man. Ooh, video's going to be coming well, that, out. That's why I like public because if you got, like, 160 acres and there's no, there's no turkeys on it, then you're SOL. That's why I said that. But... I got anything against private. I'll hit a private piece. <laughs> Tag them right. Especially when it was like this one. Taking. Oh, my gosh. They were stacked. So, let's kind of walk through it. Um, First, talk maybe, Matt, a little bit about your style of getting permission to hunt that land. Which, I mean, I, you knew the guy, but. Yeah. The, the fellow we was hunting on is probably one of the largest landowners in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. He runs a fleet of, like, 3,500 semi-trucks mm-hmm. all across the United States. I'm sure everyone's seen them. They're 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 all red cabs. Most of them have silver uh, tank type trailers. Mm-hmm. Grondike Transport's the name of it. Hmm. Oh, Grondike. Grondike. Okay. Growing Dike. Okay. But uh, anyway, he owns so much land, and there's signs on every property: no hunting without written permission. Of course, we did not have written permission. We had verbal permission from the owner himself. But uh, this is the first time in my 52 years of living here he has ever let me hunt on his property. That's pretty awesome. But that was, I, that was I, nice. I did him a, a joke. He's building a glass house 
I mean, one inch thick plate glass. The whole house is going to be glass on one of his ranches up north. Oh, my gosh. And I sandblasted and, and painted all the framework two weeks ago. And I gave him a pretty good discount, but I told him it would include some hunting rights. <laughs> he said we could work something out, so I guess we worked a little something out. That's what I'm talking about, a little wheeling and dealing right there. That's what I'm talking about. That's how you work it. That's how you get permission, man. That is how you get permission. Yeah. So this property was impressive. It, it was funny because when we first went to Roost Birds, you know, when we rode up here, what was it, Friday, Friday mid-morning, you know, we did some filming and then we went mm-hmm. out. You know, at first it was like, you know, Matt, you you were driving around earlier that day, and you saw some birds, you know, on the adjacent property, because we kind of got the properties mixed up on what property we could hunt on. And uh, we kind of went out there, and at first, you know, we thought we heard hogs, which yeah. is hilarious. And actually, after going back, turns out it was pterodactyls in the trees. Yep. Otherwise, blue eggs. <laughs> and they were a bunch of them. There was a ton. They were loaded. Man, man. they did sound like hogs, though. Dude, they – well – they did, and then we went back in there and kind of. When we got closer to them the following day, I was like, "Okay, that's exactly what it was." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I thought they were pigs. I was like, "Dang, man, I wish I had a rifle." They were right down there. I was like, "Man, we can crawl up there and kill those pigs." I had my bow. Yeah, I had yep. a bow, locked and loaded. But anyways, so you know, kind of at first we're like, "Oh, I don't know how this is going to turn out." And then we went over to the other side of the property a little later on in the evening, and we kind of started walking in. You know, found some very fresh tracks, and it had rained all day. Yeah, literally. Storm, man. Yeah. Shit. No breaks. Or it break for 10 minutes. We try to go outside and film something, start raining again. Like, oh, you Yeah, as soon as we me. carried everything outside. Speaking of rain, how about the pullout? Uh, oh. That video's floating around. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> been saving the whole town this week, helping people left and right in the ditches. But this, this fella was out, I guess, trying to impress his lady. And ran into a ditch, and buddy, he was stuck. Yeah, so let, let's talk about that real quick. Okay, so out here, guys, listen. Oklahoma uh, uh, gumbo. Listen, us Southerners, you can't relate. Oh, we got dirt roads. Listen, no, you don't. We don't have roads like these down here. I'm sorry, guys out there, you mud. Listen, we don't have roads in the southeast quite like this. Yeah, because I mean they are snotty. Like I have not seen dirt and mud like this in my entire life. Like you said, it was like something like shale or something, Matt. But yeah. it was uh. It was disgusting. You'd ride on it, <laughs> and you'd be before you know locked down four low, and, and just be just slipping and sliding all over the freaking place. And yeah, old old good old boy put his Chevy <laughs> Chevy fifteen hundred down in the ditch and freaking had it buried. buried. Oh yeah, dude. And he you could tell he'd been there for a while spinning out because he's almost framed out, dude. Like it was pretty bad. That was epic. And then Matt, you were like. I'm going to have to go back to the shop and get my 100-foot rope. And, and didn't he? Man, that no freaking rope would, that rope came <laughs> off a damn barge. That sucker right there. Oh, that, yeah. That dude. is a man of a rope, man. Where'd this? you get that rope? Didn't you say it was something interesting? Uh, comes off a digger truck for power lines, the ones that dig the big telephone poles. They have a winch, and they can't use cables being electric, so they use rope. And that's what it is. But it's 100-foot long. I've used it on numerous occasions. In fact, this time last year, in the same spot. Only the opposite direction. Yep. I told, told the old boy, I said, there's a bridge right down here. You better get out of the ditch before the bridge because I ain't stopping. Just like <laughs> I told this kid, I ain't stopping until you're, you're out. <laughs> He'd come across the intersection probably 35 mile an hour. He was booking. <laughs> Brakes locked up. Yeah, dude, he, and you could hear in the video, too. He was trying to come on down to a quick stop. Oh, <laughs> that was gosh, funny as hell. Yeah. But, like, 
again, that rope is massive. I mean, that sucker is almost bigger than your wrist. You tow a freaking airplane with that Yeah, joker. straight up. But, uh, yeah, pulled him out, and by God, that half, his, that sucker th- that half his door was about to come off. His poor hill. girlfriend, man, she's probably like She had guy. to wear her pants. Well, <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm never riding with you again after it rained. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so we got him out of the snot. And uh, let's just while we're on that topic, let's just jump right over to the other, other uh, person we helped. Out oh yeah. Bench. So then, and then coming back uh, the next day, or was it? No, yeah, it was the it was next yes- day. It was yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah, my days are. We've been up here but... for a few days now, guys. So on Saturday, we were driving around, just got lunch or whatever, and saw there was a little Toyota Camry, like <laughs> literally hanging off in a ditch. Like they missed. Their driveway Back tires weren't on the ground. Yeah, they missed their driveway and was hanging off on the side of the little gully, little uh, uh, culvert, whatever. And uh, you know, as Matt, you said there was a um, like a drill bit from a oil uh, rig yeah, yeah. that was like somehow ho- holding the freaking car up from uh, totally bottling me out right you had there. Two tires touching. Two, two, out of four. two opposites and two opposites weren't. Yeah, <laughs> she's teeter tottered. Yep. So yeah, it was bad. We pushed her out, which was I was impressed how easy that was. That'd take a whole bunch. Yeah, man, she was so embarrassed. Yeah, she like probably fifteen year old, sixteen year old kid. Just had a freaking permit, and uh, yeah, that was interesting to say the least. But kind of back to the topic, of turkeys. So yeah, we had a good Samaritan um, little vibes going this week. Yeah, but they paid off. But yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Get so, to so, it. so so we anyway, go out there and we we're roost- roosting. Yeah, we're, we're roosting, and we get out there and I hoot one time. Nothing happens, and then we're just kind of hanging out, and then I. Do like a little screech oh, owl screech thing. owl. Ooh, man, boy. one hammers right there. I was like, oh, my God. They do exist. <laughs> there are turkeys. Yep. And uh, how many did we end up hearing? Probably. I, I think we heard a total of four that night. I, I think so, too. We saw some fly up way across. Which now. There's like a big creek bottom down there. Dude. Huh? By the way, I don't think you saw those turkeys fly up. I think those were some of the herring. No, they were definitely turkeys. Okay. They fl- I watched them fly up, and then they gobbled. Oh my God! <laughs> there were blue herrings and all Jacob, those trees. Jacob, you've been in, you've been living in dang big cities too long. Oh my man. Friend. Anyways, guys, <laughs> so yeah, we had some birds go when Andrew was screech out and he was getting super excited. He was pretty pumped. And the cool thing about the property, guys, kind of give you a layout. It's uh, probably half of it, or almost half of it, is uh, wheat fields, which we're not used to. Like, if I see ag, it's most time corn or soybeans or maybe cotton. Yeah. Up here, it's like wheat, like as far as the eye can see in a lot of places. And uh, not, yeah. Not many trees. No, yeah, not a whole bunch of trees. I mean, down, down by waterways, ditches, you know, crevasses. <laughs> all crevasses. All that's got trees, but nothing else. And um, anyway, so this property was like half, almost half, wheat fields. And then it had uh, a pretty big creek ball run through it. You know, the creek wasn't massive, but yeah, it had a ton of trees creek. down there. And, oh, my God, unbelievable habitat for both deer and turkeys. <sighs> Ridiculous. Deer hunting that place would be crazy. Oh, man, mm-hmm. that's a chance yeah. for a monster. Mascot working that permission. Uh-huh. Maybe, hopefully, maybe you cut enough off on that uh, that discount. Yeah. Maybe, but, oh, yeah, that, that'll count for a lease price right there. Well, they'd never miss it if they just give the property up. Mm-hmm. They've got, they got so literally much. thousands and thousands of acres. That's, yeah. a, that's a good person to know. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Yes, yeah, so we get some birds roosted. We're pumped up, and we got a spot that this is the thing. Okay. This is the thing. We're bad at this, where it's like we know we should do something, but we're like impatient or we want to do it a different way. Or we get cold and wet from rain. Yeah. So we sat there. There's like a bend in the road. Uh, well, where we roosted the birds, there's like a bend in the road right there. And uh, it's almost like a 90 degree bend. And standing on both sides, you can like look down 
each each side of the road and you can see a couple hundred yards and it was it had fresh tracks all over it from that afternoon like we probably walked in right after the turkeys walked through so we're like this definitely seems like a good spot like you could sit here and kill a turkey yep it's just a matter of sitting there long enough which if you've like if you've listened to us this turkey season you know that we're stubborn and we like to like run and gun turkeys not like quote-unquote deer hunt them which if we did might well you know what I'm not going to say there would have been a different outcome, but we'll get to that. <laughs> That's funny as hell. So, so That's we, funny as hell. We get, out there the, <clears throat> we get out there the next morning, and uh, the turkeys are lighting it up. Yeah, and guys, a little bit more about the kind of the background, kind of lay, lay the land. Andrew posted a photo of that spot on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Oh, yeah. And so to the north, guys, kind of give you a little background, because I'm a person, I love a little more details. I hate when someone's like, oh, yeah, we're down this road, and this happened. So, guys, the road dissected <laughs> the road dissected the property east to west. Now, the north side was pretty much all um, uh, wheat wheat fields. And yeah. The wheat was probably thigh high, almost. Yeah. You know, up above your wait, yeah, at least thigh high, give or take. High enough to where you really can't see a turkey, yeah, yet, no, which we found out the hard way. Can't see a turkey, see the top half of a deer. But anyways, and then to the south of the road, okay, so on the south side of the road, it's all the timber. That's kind of like where the creeks at and all that kind of stuff. And all, of course, all the turkeys are down there. So mm-hmm. kind of go back in the next one we set up. Matt climbs a fr- so Matt climbs a tree. So he takes his bow out. He climbs a tree. Still thinking there's hogs. At yeah. this point, we didn't know that they were hogs, trained. turkeys, whatever's fair game. He climbs with the saddle. First time ever being in the saddle with spurs. Climbs up this nasty freaking tree. Did it pretty quietly. I was impressed on how quiet you were able to do it. Yeah, I was too. Hung the new product, which we'll talk about a little bit later. The Ridge Runner got up there. Yeah, with the new camera arm too, get everything set up, and man, you had the freaking spot right there. You're looking Just down both did. sides of the road, and dude, that was sweet. Yeah, nice to have a lookout up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was giving us like hand signals for <laughs> the whole situation. But uh, anyways, and yeah, we sat down, dude, and it was like a fog cloud mist the whole morning for the most part. It was nasty. We got in there, guys. It's it, bad. It was like it rained real hard the day before. Humidity and everything. It had like literally the, this this cloud. We were in a cloud. You couldn't see more than a couple, maybe a hundred, hundred fifty yards, maybe. Oh yeah. And just like everything got soaked. Andrew, you know, I bring a rain cover. Andrew decides not to use it at first on my camera. <laughs> he just loves testing the water the waterproofness or the water resistantness. It's a cannon, camera. man. It's fine. It's built like a tank. I'll say that. You know, you, we dropped a few times on this hunt as well. Oh yeah. You Twice. Know, I will, guys. I will recommend anyone if you're hard on cameras that that Canon XA50. No. Yeah, XA11 yeah. is freaking a tank. So. Yeah, it is. But, yeah, so it's, like, miserable, pretty much. Dude, temperature dropped. It was cold, Dude, man. Was, we're out there, like, I was with not a, dressed appropriately. Yeah, we're out there with, like, you know, your long sleeve. Like, I was wearing Badlands. You had some Sitka on. And just, like, a hoodie with it as well. And, like, our pants, dude. And it got chilly. Yeah, real, real chilly. chilly. Like, chilly enough to where we weren't going to sit there. Like, yeah, I, I was probably, done. Yeah, like ten minutes into it, you were wanting to leave. No, I want no, not leave. Well, because nothing was really happening. So they they gobbled. That was was that before or after they were gobbling? They gobbled a bunch of. Well, okay. So the closest one to us yep. on the on the videos that like well, they were on Instagram. If you saw them, I think they're on the story. I don't know if we posted one on the whatever. But the closest one gobbled one time and then shut up. And then there was like all those birds that I saw fly up. I'm telling you, those were turkeys. And then another one. Kind of in the vicinity. Like, all of them are down in the creek. There's probably four of them or three or four down to our right in the creek bottom. Mm -hmm. And they were lighting it up. They gobbled really good on the roost, which I couldn't hear because I was on the wrong side of the tree, which really upset me. I really wanted to hear them. But Jacob's like, did you hear that one? 
oh, did you hear that one? He no, double gobbled. I was like, no. They're gobbling all the time, and it was just like, yeah, you're on the wrong side of the tree. And they, they were just far enough away that, like, you couldn't hear them for the most part until, like, either they turned around the limb or just a bird close mm-hmm. to us would gobble. Yeah. Um, but anyways, and, yeah, we, we sat there for, like, 730, dude, and, like, nothing really happened. They kind of shut. I, I thought they'd stay on the roost a while because of how foggy it was. It was kind of a little bit of wind. And just like kind of nasty weather, um, and I think they did stay in the limb a little while. And we kind of get up and start easing down the road again. Hey, you know, wheat fields to the right, to the north, you know, tree line, you know, to the south of us right there. And uh, man, we just kind of eased around a little bit, and really a whole bunch didn't happen other than birds just kept gobbling down to the down to the west, mm-hmm. and that was just kind of where we were heading to. Yeah. So we ended up getting up, and we were gonna just start kind of moving down that way. Uh, kind of get down in the creek bottom a little bit more and also just kind of check out the other side of the property where we kept hearing all those gobbles because we were like, well, they're definitely over there. And uh, so we start walking over there and we end up looking around, not seeing much. We call a few times, nothing's really responsive. And then we get over to that like little CRP field thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we, so like below the wheat. Yep. So we started easing up and. Uh, you know, they had like a big tower blind there and a, and a feeder they didn't have on that was up there as well. Dude, that was the biggest freaking feeder I've ever seen. Giant. That thing probably hold. Uh, uh, Matt, how big do you think that feeder was? Like, how much? How much? Thousand pound. Thousand pound. Dude, ridiculous. I never heard of a thousand pound feeder, man. Dude, from it, Alabama. We yeah, don't so, do it like that. Yeah, so they had that up there, and they had they had it turned off and like cut off, and the the motor and everything pulled out of it. But it was freaking ginormous. Yeah, you and, could uh, probably looking back, you could probably slap the side of it and get turkeys to shot gobble. Probably it's all metal. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, so like you said, we kind of start easing our way up, and one starts hammering, like we start calling, and one starts hammering. You know, whoa, the, whoa, 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 whoa. No, whoa. we didn't call. It gobbled on its own, and then it was just one turkey that gobbled a few times, mm-hmm. and so we're like, maybe we can make a move on it. That's when we went up the hill and like swung, I, swung around them. Swung around them, yep. yeah. Did, did the whole, did the whole, uh, This is where it gets hairy. Yeah. So, so we pulled like old mule deer tactic, try to get up, get wide and around them, kind of swing around Yeah, it. kind of swung around you know, the backside. You know, you know stay, stay downwind of them and everything, you know. It always helps. <laughs> always have our dead downwind on when turkey hunting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that nose on his unit. So, uh, yeah, swung around, got to the top, got to by the, uh, the hay field up above this, uh, CRP field. And, um, it's kind of like when all hell broke loose in a way. Yeah, so I had called. I think they gobbled at a regular Yelp first. And the, the, it, it was a couple of them. Well, well, that that came in a minute. Uh, at least one of them gobbled, but it wasn't like super impressive. But we were like pumped because it was a turkey. It was when I kikied because you turned around and you were like, hey, try and kiki at him. So I kiki, and the only way I can describe it is an eruption of gobbles came out of this valley, and we were all like, oh, my God. Yeah, and like we instantly just sat down. And the cool thing is, like, the way this property is, there's a ton of, like, you know, there's a ton of wheat everywhere, and, like, you can sit down in it. Like, there wasn't really any trees super close. There was a couple. Mm-hmm. I literally sat down in, like, some wheat and some bushes like there, and literally all that was popping up was, like, my head and the gun. Oh, it was yeah. perfect. It was, a gr- it was an awesome setup. Yeah. Yeah, so I kikied at these things, which that that's on the Instagram. Yeah, like we posted it. It's a screen. It's a clip from like the actual film, and I kiki once, and a couple of them gobble, and then I kiki again and yelp two times after it, and it's like so many gobbles. God, God. Like this, this is oh, echo. dude, they're like trailing off, and then I think like you could hear me at the end of the clip. I'm like, damn, is there ten of them over there? Yeah, <laughs> like, it was close. That's what it sounded like. Well, it was close. It ended up being. 
not that much, but there was a couple. Six or seven? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, these turkeys, I keep calling a little bit. We, we got to ask. Matt, kind of, you know, you said you haven't really turkey hunted a whole bunch, kind of like up until this point. You, you know, you killed most of yours out of tree in the fall. Right. Uh, during deer season, you can fall hunt turkeys up here. And, uh, you know, what was your thought kind of like up until this point, you know, kind of once we got there by that blind and sat down, you know, kind of that whole atmosphere of hunting off the ground. I mean, you had your bow, I had the shotgun. Right. I, <clears throat> I thought it was kind of cool when he did his owl hoot and, and they answered. Yeah. It was, do the screech out real quick. Let, let I can't do that. Right oh, now. my God. What I mean, I can let me take put the your, Put off. your hand over the head. No, just, just, yeah, turn it. No, just turn it away. Okay. Just take it off and put it over here. Yeah, that, that worked. That right there will get them, boy, every time, son. I hope it's, that didn't clip too bad. No, I think that's perfect. But, like, yeah. for real, like, if I can't – I'm so, like, monotone with my voice. I can't – You just got to cut it loose, man. I don't know. It's I, in you. You just got to like, cut it like loose. I feel like I rip something in my throat. No, you just got to practice in the shower or something. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your next door neighbors are like, who, what the hell is going uh, on Oh, yeah, there? man, I live in I was apartment. just whacking it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Oh, Matt, we need to have you fall more often. <laughs> You're getting some side-eyed looks. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, that's You're so. Think we had video. <laughs> <laughs> Start crying over here from laughing so hard. <laughs> so, that's, so that's how you that's how you get turkeys to gobble. Start <laughs> 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 clapping away. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> so, oh Jesus. Where is this gone? <laughs> what the hell were you talking about? <laughs> we're talking about the straight down. Singing in the shower. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Side note. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, okay, so cool. So, you thought that was impressive with him kind of doing the owl, you know, his little owl screeching? <laughs> oh, man. Just to 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 hear a call, because I've never called turkeys. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I tried one time years ago, and it just wasn't for me. But to hear you call, and they answer. I mean, that's pretty cool for me. It's cool for me, because they don't do it in Alabama. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have much luck in Alabama this year. But, yeah. uh yeah, he can I kept calling it those things, and they just, dude, they continuously gobble, man. They gobble so much. Yeah, the problem, well, we'll kind of get into that a little bit later. Kind of like the, the point of the season, like where they're at yeah, right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that in a little uh, bit. Because they would gobble. I mean, they could gobble quite a bit, I mean, for sure. And the funny thing is, like, you know, we were hearing some gobbles, and they were like, like they were like real choppy. Man, these are some barnyard turkeys out here. Yeah. They ain't like a raspy old eastern. Yeah. Uh, well, hey. Uh, Mike. Oh my God! Oh my Jesus! I can't think. Matt. Matt. Jesus, Matt. Oh my God! Hey, uh, pull your mic up just a little bit, and, and then pull it away from your face as a touch. Not too loud. No, 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 no. A little bit closer. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to do this. Anyways, so it doesn't like brush up on your shoulder when you're sitting there. Yeah, because you can hear it in feedback. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> so Matt, kind of up to that point, kind of how the whole situation. Let's kind of talk about like the next transition where we go from sitting next to that blind to like oh, easing our way up to yeah. the what we call the oh moment that's when things that's when things got real that's when it got watching the video it's hilarious but when you're in living the moment you're like oh like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like, like oh tucker tucker run, tucker oh run. dude okay yeah so that at that moment which 
kind of okay. So they kind of showed. So guys, it's, they kept gobbling and they did not come. They like you could hear them down in this creek bottom where we kind of thought they were at. So we ease up probably another eighty yards to yeah. right in the bend. So what happens? We're in the, we're coming to a corner in this wheat field where the you know wheat kind of comes up. They have a bush hog trail around it. And there's some cedar, like a little cedar patch right there on the corner. And we kind of ease up next to it. And, you know, we're kind of sitting there like, man, where are these turkeys at? And they're kind of gobbled. I mean, they were gobbled a little bit. We kind of shut up. And we gave them the silent treatment. And then after we were silent for a little bit, they quit gobbling. So we're like, maybe they're coming. And we sat there for quite a while, and they never showed up. Mm -hmm. And I called again, and they didn't answer. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, let's move up there. Yep. And, like, you thought they were on this point, and I thought they were, like, in the bottom or on the other side. So we, instead of walking up to that point, like, it, instead of dumping off the edge, we were like, let's stop and on the video, which uh, I think, have we posted that one yet? We'll post it when this, the day this drops. We'll post it Monday. I don't think we posted it yet. But we're standing there, and Jacob turns, and he's like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, kiki again. So I kiki again, and I, like, do the regular kiki, nothing, and then I, like, do a kiki run, like, yep, yep. And I did that, and they gobbled, like, right in front of us, dude. <laughs> dude, like, okay, so, like, right at the edge of this corner, guys, there's, like, a little rise, and it drops real hard off to the bottom, okay? Yeah. And there's a turkey. There's turkeys, like, right there. Like, I mean, they sounded... Sub 50 yards, for sure. Yeah, and there's, like, bah! We're like, oh, and literally, we, like, just... L- literally just react. It's it funny, because no one said anything. We all just knew. We're like, grab the nearest bush. Yeah, but, dude, this, like, this... <laughs> ditched it man get down the side of this little ditch y'all y'all got like up in the cedar i literally there's some tall grass i dove into the grass and just laid there on my side like videoing through the grass yeah freehand that was pretty sweet that's that really cool but, nice and, and we're sitting up. there i'm like dude my heart's racing because like up until that point dude i'm really up at this that point this point of the season i haven't had a situation yet this year that i really get like super excited about like fired up yeah this, i hadn't had it you know and that slow r- year that right there i was like Dude, like, I, I did. I this still, might happen. I still, well, no, I was like, I was still thinking, like, okay, I'm still get excited doing this. Yeah. Because, like, even to this point, I haven't really had, like, a really exciting moment, like, while hunting. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we, dude, we hit the deck, and then we're like, oh, sh-. like, dude, they're, like, right there. And uh, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, you called this a little bit, and the, you know, the birds, you know, a little bit farther away out in front of us to the east. So, what ended west. up happening was there was two different groups of turkeys gobbling, mm-hmm. and the, the the far group was still right where they were the whole time, which they'll come into the story again in a minute. But uh, we're sitting there and we're just waiting for these turkeys. I just know that these turkeys are about to round this corner mm-hmm. at like what twenty yards, maybe if that. Yeah, on twenty the far edge. Yeah, on the far like end, like body yard. punch them at that range. Yeah, we're like right there, and so. Uh, I can't remember if we even called that much. No, you know, you called again. You, well, you didn't, we didn't call a whole bunch, but you kikied again, and they gobbled, and it gobbled so close you can hear the freaking like. What do you call? I, I call it like the like the, th- like, the like the drum in their chest, man. Like it's like a, it yeah. wasn't drumming, but you could hear like their diaphragm. Dude. They were yeah. they ended up being like like 12 to 15 yards. That's not when they gobbled 12 or 15 yards, but they gobbled. They were probably 25, 30 right through the cedars. We can't see them. They're right there. Yeah, there's like a little cedar thicket right here. Yeah. And it, it was a bad setup because y'all were kind of down lower than me. And I think there was just more limbs in the way. Cause I ended up, I'm the only one that saw the turkeys when they were right there. Yeah. So they gobbled right there. And again, you can just hear like the freaking, just like the echoing of like their chest or diaphragm when they gobble. I mean, he's right there. And I, I still think that you're going to come around the side of the cedars, like yeah. down the trail right in front of us and get a freaking shot point blank almost. And then all of a sudden we're sitting there like, 
they're coming to the left. They're coming to the left. Or, like, Jacob, they're coming behind you. I'm like, what do you, what? I and thought y'all could say, I was getting ready and, for you to well, shoot. Well, Matt, so Matt was like sitting right behind me and he was kind of looking through the cedars that direction. He said he never saw them. Yeah. So we must have been sitting too low because it was like a little bowl right there. And we must have been sitting too low and they were on the back side of the bowl across from us. Yeah. And you could see them because you were up above us a little bit. Yeah. There's a little berm right there. And I think that they didn't want to cross it or something. Like, I don't, I don't know. But. Yeah, they they basically wrapped right around the back edge of those little cedars we were in, mm-hmm. and I could see them. There's like a hole through the cedars. I was like, oh my god! Of course, I don't have a gun or a tag. Whose fault they is were that? Like right <clears throat> there. That was my fault. <clears throat> they were like right there, dude. And so this is the beauty of this property is there's so many turkeys we could afford to like do, be to be stupid a little bit, and so they wrap around the back side, and it's like thick. And so I'm like, Jacob, run up here real quick, and he gets up next to me. And I'm like, well, maybe they're going to wrap around this and pop out on the other side. So we get set up, and they don't show up after, like, two minutes or something like that. Which, in two minutes, at the pace they were walking, if they kept that pace, they should have been there. Within a minute, really. So I was like, let's just run around this thing, and if they're standing there, just shoot it. Yeah. Like, just pop up, and if they're right there, bushwhack them. So we go around the edge of it, and this is where I get pretty butt hurt about Jacob not shooting these turkeys oh so uh, let me give my story so so we come around we come around the side of this little cedar patch okay and i'm thinking the turkeys are gonna be like right there in front of us because he's like man they were right behind you man i thought so. they too. were like 10 15 yards from me. you couldn't see him i'm like okay so we come around the edge i got the gun up dude i'm like safety off there's ready to point and shoot and i'm looking i'm like there's no freaking turkeys here dude what are you talking about hey is that why you missed Oh, we're getting to that. <laughs> Point and shoot. You're, jump, you're jumping the trigger a little quick. A little trigger happy. Firing from the hip, baby. Mm, mm, there's a lot in the secrets out. A little, a little too soon. Wait, so we come, around, we come around the corner, and I don't see any turkeys. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, there they are right there. I'll look up, and they're freaking on the other hillside. They're like, there's a drainage in between us and them that's like probably 15 yards from us. And they're up on the other hillside. They're, they're on the hillside that we were originally on for everybody listening. Kind of. No, there's the same. Hillside. They're on the at, at, end of the ridge. That's like the ridge, the point that we we're sitting off of. But anyways, guys, it's all it's all like you know grass and everything. And I'm looking, I can see their heads. I'm like, okay, he's right there. And for me, I was like, that's too far. And he's like, dude, shoot him. I'm like, no. And so I don't know the exact. We didn't measure the exact yardage, but the furthest they could have been was 68 yards. That's too far. They weren't 68 though. But I mean, with what you're shooting, no, it would kill them. Nope. No, so guys, if you could hit them. No, again, my my whole thing. Just because you're shooting TSS does not mean you need to be taking 65 yard shots. That's uh, they weren't 65. Plus, but we'll get we'll get. Past well, listen, that. listen, listen. We've been arguing about this listen, for two days. Listen, when your dot, when your bead is as big as the turkey, it's too far. That's my thought. Except yeah. for 30 yeah, okay, minutes guys. after. Hi right, guys, guys, comment on this comment on this uh, <laughs> post when we put this on Facebook. Let us know your thoughts. If the bead is as big as the turkey, you probably shouldn't shoot. Give me your thoughts on that. I appreciate it. All right, cool. Back to, the, back to the story. All right. Andrew's over here like, shoot him. Shoot Dude, him. Like, I, was, like he's, I was ready for you to kill it, man. He's, he's going all freaking like uh, swamp people. In, all com- in complete honesty, I was thinking they were like 45 yards. And they were not 45 yards. I would. I wish Matt was there because he's pretty good judging distance. If you would have saw him where they were at, it was pretty far. No. But anyways. We let him go. I let him walk. Smart <laughs> thing to do. Let them walk. Let them walk. Slash spooked them. But so they, they move off, and we, we weren't super upset because like there were those other turkeys were still gobbling. Yeah. Like they were going up again, so we're like, okay, let's swing around here and get up on those other turkeys. And so they're on the other side of this drainage, in that wheat field. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, let's go up there and. So, so a little bit more description, okay? So guys, on this property, they have roughly three. Really, it's 
two uh, hayfields. They're not hayfields. Wheat fields. They're huge fields. At least one of them is huge. There's a drainage that runs, creek slash drainage that runs north to south, okay? We're heading westbound. On the other side of this drainage that's running north to south, that's where these other group turkeys are gobbling their brains out at everything. Yeah. Like at nothing. Really, I kind of wish we would have had like two two-by-fours or two sticks we could have smacked together and see if they would gobble because I guarantee it would have happened. They were gobbling at everything I did and everything. I mean, they were just gobbling on their own, too. Yep. So. So we swung around them. And at that point, Matt had to ditch, had to mm-hmm. run back and do some business work. So we run down there, scare some deer or something. I don't know, they ran, I don't know if they ran towards yeah. you. I saw a bunch of deer run off. Dude, there was a ton of deer on that property. Yeah, there was. Made me really kind of like. We, yeah, we blew out that whole bottom. October 1st, he's a hurry up. Yeah, so we crossed there. And this is where this is where it got particularly miserable because we got soaking wet. Yeah, so guys, it's still like misting, kind of. I mean, kind of, well, it kind of died off. Everything's soaking wet. And everything you're walking through is soaking like wet. thigh deep or waist deep and of it, like yeah. this is wet greenery. And we're walking through it and our clothes aren't waterproof and you're just freaking soaked. Wearing lace-up Dude, boots. Even if they were waterproof, like I don't know any waterproof, like any like hunting waterproof garment that's like meant to be like a lightweight waterproof thing, nothing would have made it through that. Because you're pushing up against really wet stuff and it'll like force through the fabric. Maybe if you were wearing like frog togs, it might have survived. But I mean, dude, pushing up against like, I don't know what that was growing in the bottom, but it was thick. It was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 I look, missed that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I don't blame you. No, he stayed dry. So we get up to this field and we're like, crap, we just have to cross this wheat field. So we start across this wheat field. Whoa, 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 whoa. So the turkeys are gobbling. They're like on the other end of the wheat field. Yeah. So we get up there and we were like, should we walk down the tree line or should we cut across the wheat field? Well, the wheat field went from like, okay, you know, it's like knee deep, thigh deep. I'm like, yeah, let's just go through that. And went from that to literally at one point it was like nipple height. And I'm 5'9", guys, yeah, so that kind of gives you an idea where that's at. <laughs> so, you know, about four and a half feet or so maybe. Yeah, we higher. get out to the middle of that thing and you spot the turkeys. Oh, yeah. Out on the, like on the edge of the field. Dude, three of those bad boys, redheads are just looking up. And like at first I was like, oh, they saw us. And then I was like, man, this wheat's pretty tall. And I was like, and they just kind of sat there. And, and these turkeys... That we had several turkeys see us and just not care because we weren't like in their bubble. Well, we weren't super close. Yeah, I mean, I, if I saw someone that far away, unless you're in West Virginia, freaking Virgi- Eastern turkeys will disappear. Well, unless they were in Virginia and you're freaking shooting a 243 at them, <laughs> 150 <laughs> yards. Yeah, I wouldn't be worried too if I was a turkey. But uh, so I like, dude, I'm like, you know what? I'm killing, I'm killing one of these turkeys. So I went straight up commando. I've never crawled on a turkey, guys. I was crawling. He went all yacht yacht on them, man. I was getting ready to get bit by some kind of snake in the face. Because I went, I hit the ground and started crawling my knees. The, the, I mean, the wheat is like, you know, the wheat is, again, you know, almost, almost chest high, give or take. So I, like, start crawling through it. And I go 40, 50 yards, and then the grass gets a little, the wheat gets a little bit shorter, shorter, short, shorter. I can't talk, man. Target is whooping me, and I'm <laughs> tired. Crawl a little bit more, and then all of a sudden, you know, it gets kind of short where I literally I can pop my head up and see. And I see those, those turkeys are still there, kind of like looking around. I was telling you to like call a little bit or something. You're like, follow me with the camera. We're gonna like going through the jungle, yeah. And then all of a sudden, dude, I just go belly crawl, and I'm just belly crawling through this soaking wet vegetation. Like, dude, might as well have swam, dude. Swear, like, so phone got soaking wet, no case on it, wall, everything soaking wet. Walk going, just crawling through this wheat. I mean, it's just, and you brush it because it all shakes water on you while you're just going over it. <laughs> oh, it just made for a hell of a time. And I come up, and finally I get to the point where I'm like, I don't think I can crawl any farther. I pull up, I see the birds, and I'm like, 
you know what? Andrew's like told me shit the last one. I think I can shoot at this one. I'm violating your own advice, dude. I, dude These I, were farther. I, 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 than the other ones. I woke up that morning and you know what? Still, I was still gonna, gonna send it. Still gonna send it. <laughs> so Larry the entire or Larry Entire or whatever that freaking dude's name is. <laughs> anyway, so I was like, all right, let's get it. I'm gonna send it and pulled up, put it like you know, put it on his neck head area and just. Dude, I guess I didn't squeeze off. I think I just jerked the trigger, and um, didn't touch him. I shot all three of them gobbled. They just sat there and gobbled. And I'm like, you son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like you, you. Dirt. I'm like turkeys are like. What was that? And like, if I would have hit him, the dude would have got when he would have ran off. I'm shooting number eight TSS, yeah. apex loading three inch, the GTs, and I'm like, dude, I freaking miss. And I'm like, at that point, they like gobbled. I'm sitting up in the wheat, and they just they start like they gobble, gobble a little bit more, and like walk off. And I'm like, I'm not even shooting them again at that distance. And again, I don't know how far they were. Maybe 60, 65. Yeah, probably. I probably. I don't know. Yeah. It's 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 not the as po- far as the other it's ones. the point when you do listen. I already get amped up in situations like that. Trigger pull is not the greatest in situations like that. Plus, using a shotgun trigger, which ain't the greatest trigger. Well, yeah, in your defense too, like the whole thing about the bead, like the bead on your shotgun is giant. Like I don't know why it's so big. It's like a waterfowl gun. Yeah, that's probably. Like, yeah, I mean, quick you, act, you know, quick quick target. But uh, yeah, bead's way too big. Yep, way too big. So, anyways, miss missed yeah. it. Missed it. Missed it. Just missed straight it. up missed it. I was gonna say something else, but you know, yeah, missed it. So you crawl up to me, and I like I drop my vest somewhere back. I go find my vest. It's like a perfect line of where I crawl through all the freaking wheat. <laughs> it literally just looked like someone was out there trying to do a like crop crop circle. circle or some crap. Yep. We start easing down, start working down the property line, uh, kind of like where those turkeys were like kind of heading, and uh, ease down there. Came up on three birds. There they were, and yeah, right there and. <laughs> they were on this side of the property line. There was like molting, getting all weird on us. Yeah, they kind of worked off, and dude, from there on, it was like a deer hunt. Yeah, it was. Yeah, from, I spooked those turkeys too. That was, I'll, I'll, that was yeah, my bad. Andrew, okay, listen, guys. So I'm like, dude, I big boy right here goes stealthy. Okay, listen, <laughs> this guy, I will move like a ninja, like move like a shadow. Okay, you're not gonna see him. You're not gonna hear me coming. Andrew, though, like this is over here, like. Seeing how slowly I'm going, like taking steps that are just ridiculously slow, and over, he's like, he's over here, just like, he just like jumps the side and like overconfidence. And, I was like, this tree's between me and them. I have to move now. And there's three turkeys, and he, uh, yeah, I got busted. Bust. I got busted. Well, like, oh my god, oh man, they're 50 yards. What from a us. rookie. But uh, and then we, you know, hiked to the back of property and just pretty much saw deer and a lot of deer. Yeah, and got really excited about deer hunting. If, and then, if Matt, you get that property, I've got some spots. You just need. To, Hang a stand, get your saddle out. in, and go oh freaking slap a big deer in October. Yeah, so we were back there, and we were kind of thinking about what to do next. Probably getting ready to kind of – we were actually, we were talking about <clears throat> working back to the truck. Yeah. And to that, leave. And, and then Matt calls. Yeah, and then I got a call from Matt, and uh, missed it at first, and I called I called you back and kind of get an idea. You're like, you're like, hey, you know, what's going on, this and that, and – uh, the whole situation, we're like, hey, you know, we're back at property, don't really see anything. He's like, well, I just rolled up back at the gate, and there's three turkeys literally right next to the truck. And uh, that guy's kind of excited. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's like yeah, a, we were all fired up. Long beard and two jakes or whatever it mm-hmm. was, and literally right there, and I'm like, oh, crap. That's just a total of four. Okay. But one of them was a nice gobbler. Yep. Well, so he says that, and we're like, oh, shoot, we're going to go back over there and you know, you're like, okay, well, I'm going to kind of ease on this way. You take the fan with you in the bow and try to see if you can, like, get on them. And, uh, all right, so, like, you know, we hung up, and we started just booking it. We started just covering ground, you know, pretty much running, kind of calling a little bit, getting down to the creek, cross the creek, 
came up the other side and like called or did something, dude. And uh, heard a gobble right behind us, like back where we just walked through. Yeah. And at that time, you were kind of just working down the road, I guess, kind of watching those birds. And we heard a gobble right back. Like literally, we crossed the creek. We get up the side of the creek. And he and, was close. Dude, he was close. And he gobbled a couple times maybe. Is it storming? I hear that rain coming. Yeah. Ping- we're supposed to get ping pong, so that's how you got insurance on that rental. <laughs> yes, so I comforted us. I left. I just left mine outside. It's all good. Okay. It's hailing. It's too noisy in here. Oh, God, guys. This rental won't ever be the same. As long as it doesn't break the windshield, we're good. Got to make it back to Alabama. This uh, house is pretty soundproof. I can hear, oh, it. I can hear it through the mic. Yeah, it's yeah. raining. Oh, it's hailing. Time. He said, that's hail. That's not raining. Oh, buddy. Anyways. Anyways. We, uh, so we called to this turkey that gobbled right behind us. And he did, and then he wouldn't respond. We're well, like, well, these turkeys, Well, we, fe- we felt like he swung down a little bit. Yeah. And kind of gobbled. And it was just a bad situation. And know? then that group of Jakes, we think it was, gobbled right from where we came from, too. Guys, listen. It gets to the point where I know you're listening to this story, and you're like, what? Tur- like, turkeys are gobbling in every freaking direction. There's turkeys everywhere. The whole day. We, there was a 45-minute period after I shot that turkey, and we saw those the other birds on the other property. That there was nothing talking. After that, they were gobbling literally the whole day in every direction. Yeah. And it was like, what do we do? But the catch Which was... Which way do I go? Which way do I go? Which way do I go? <laughs> yeah, seriously. And But the catch was... So we concluded that at this time, the turkeys, like, the, all the all the boys are back together. Never saw a hen that day. Nope. And so we, we came to the conclusion, they're probably just done, man. Absolutely done breeding. They were back but in bachelor Completely groups. unresponsive to calls. They would gobble at you, but, like, they weren't coming. No. And they it's like they, they had absolutely no would interest in breeding. Would not strut. They weren't strutting. So, I mean, we're basically just locating and stalking it's, at this point. It really yeah, – It really just would not come too, to calls. Too late in the season. Too yeah. far past the breeding side, which is fine. But it made for a fun hunt. And we start working our way back again, the whole situation. And Matt, like, I, I recall you or something, and you're like, hey, yeah, what, what, what's there. going on? You're like, Yo, dude, he's like, I'm like, you know, what turkeys are gobbling? Because we have hearing turkeys gobbling. You're like hearing turkeys gobbling. Well, yeah, because they started – then some more started gobbling right behind us up on the road. Everywhere. Dude, it was – crazy and then again I call, so i call you whatever and you're like i I'm, I'm still looking at the two jakes and the gobbler the gobbler's down in that bend of the road where we had sat you know that morning and he's just strutting or like you know like i don't know what he was doing was he, was he full on yeah. strut okay yeah. well so he was strutting down there and uh you know that kind of got me excited so i'm like shoot i probably can freaking crawl up there and kill him because i mean we're a couple hundred yards from him, maybe uh you know probably 100 100 50 yards maybe yeah yeah and uh so that's what i decided to do i freaking you had the fan but i was like the topography was perfect because i could crawl across the road and start going down the edge of it and kind of like pop up over the hill and you were still i guess a couple hundred yards down the road kind of watching them so I, did, I knew i wasn't really having to worry about you know you being in the shot like you know i have to watch about you in the background or me getting shot by the bow because i don't think you're slinging the air at 200 yards but I don't know. After hearing some of your archery stories, you know, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe you'll send it too. But uh, anyways, so you know, I start crawling. Like we called whatever right before I start crawling. He yeah, gobbled so you down would, there. you would turn around and give me a hand signal, and I would call, and they would gobble every time. And so we were kind of keeping track of their location until the point I crawled through some more wet grass. Of course, and came up over the, right before I came up over the rise. They gobbled, and they were down the freaking road, and that's when they started running towards you, Matt. And they just I guess they were booking it. Uh, cause I mean, they, it they went, covered some distance. They cut quick. Cause I real mean, quick. It went from like them, that gobbler gobbling right there in front of us at that brush pile, which about 150 yards, give or take to literally I'm crawling up to him. I make it 75 yards to 
the you know in that direction, about to come up looking at that brush pile, and he gobbles. He's freaking down the road again, running towards Matt. Yeah. And I'm like, daggum. And we get up and start walking over there, and we kind of start walking back down the road, looking down the road back towards where you're kind of at. And uh, I see the I see a Jake down there, and I said a gobbler, and I, he was like quarter strut, half strut, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, they're like down there by Matt. I'm like, Matt's probably going to shoot one of these suckers. I'm like, if he's anywhere down there, like, what are you saying? We're kind of looking, whatever, and like, kind of looking, kind of looking. I talked to Andrew, and like, I look back down there, and all of a sudden, they're running back towards us. Or I only see two. And you said there was three. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, Matt just shot one. <laughs> and I'm like, I see the gobbler. I can see him running. I see a Jake running towards us. I'm like, dude, Andrew, hit a tree. Like, let's get down. And uh, we hit a tree, dude. And again, I still think that you definitely shot. Yeah, like, when, he, yeah I, when I went to draw my bow, I had that turkey fan tied to above my – or pinned in with my camera. Yeah, my GoPro. Top, yep. And I had to raise up to draw mm-hmm. because I was in that tall grass. Well, when I rose up and started drawing, they saw me and started running. So I flinged there anyway. <laughs> and I, I missed too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, swing and a miss. <laughs> yeah, so that was, that was pretty uh, – oh, it's the air conditioning. Yeah, it's all good. Just had the air kick on, guys. But yeah, so that was that was crazy right there having that happen. Uh, so they're running back towards us. We hit the tree, and then like you know, a couple, you know, a couple minutes goes by. My man, they ought to be here by now. And I, I like raise up on like one knee to look. I barely like start looking out away from the tree, dude. And I can see him down the tree line, like behind a tree at probably I don't know. At the time, he's probably at 90 yards or so. And he's just the guy. He's got his head up looking around. I'm like, oh crap, he's still right there. And he's like, start walking towards us. I like get back down the tree. I'm like, he's got to be coming. And then uh, all of a sudden, I catch movement through the trees. Well, it was a, cu- a couple minutes had gone by. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. And, I mean, and I'll have to look at the footage, but what I think happened, because I was filming over your shoulder. Awesome shot. Oh, it was a really good shot, yeah. And uh, it, a couple minutes had gone by, and I guess you were getting doubtful, and you leaned out just a little bit to, like, look. You're like, I don't know if they're still coming, and you, like, we're halfway through your sentence. And you were like, they're right there, they're right there. And you get up on the gun, and I don't know if the turkey saw Matt or if he saw you, but something he saw something that he did not like. Yeah, he just cut. He cut Instead of coming straight down the road, he, like, cut across the road. And at that time, I still thought he was pretty far. Like, I, I was thinking he's, like, 50, 55. No. I, I, I was thinking he was 50, oh, yeah, 55. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, come on, come on, <laughs> listen here. I'm going to be over here telling all your fake stories. Get out of here oh. with that. No, so anyways, I come out and he's coming across the come across the the road, and I literally catch him like slipping on the other side before he drops down. He like stops for a second, looks back at me, and I just pull up and just shoot. And like I, I shoot, I felt good about the shot, and like I saw wings go up. Well, the wings went and up. He goes he, like, "Yes, yeah." And wings go up. I'm like, ah. and like, I get up to run, and he flies off. I'm like, "You son of a gun!" And then while I'm running out there, a freaking Jake runs across the road. I'm like, and I'm like, Jake's fair game. Yeah, fair game, like. So Jake runs across the road, and I just I freaking pull up, and I'm like, no, you know, probably don't need to shoot that. Got him once him running, and then a Jake's another Jake's standing in the road, just like wanting to die. And at that point, I mean, I still think he's like 50 yards. And now, after the fact, he was closer than that, but uh, he was directly down the road. And I'm like, and Matt's on the other end of the road somewhere. I know. I'm like, I don't feel like peppering Matt with TSS at 180 yards, 200 yeah, yards. That wouldn't feel good. That won't be a good time. So I, was just, I let that turkey just walk off the road, which is a smart thing, guys. Yeah, that's don't, smart. Don't get so trigger happy because I don't think Matt wanted to get some unwanted piercings. At that time, I was walking y'all's way. Hell I yeah. thought you already shot one. Hell yeah. <laughs> so. Dude, that was funny, too, because you ran out there after you shot, and you made it to the middle of the road when he, like, flew off. 
and you just stood there and stared for like an awkward amount of time. I was like, and I was sitting there cracking up in the background. I was like, Cracker just missed two turkeys in two hours. (laughs) (laughs) And hey, and you said, you were saying you thought he was 55 yards. He's 45 yards. I paced it, dude. So obviously you overjudge yardages. Turkeys look small at a long distance. They they make it look so much farther than what it really is. (laughs) Man, it ain't a giant bird you're shooting at, man. It's on an ostrich. That just strengthens my case for the first group of turkeys. Maybe. But, But we're off that subject now yeah dude just missed him that was heartbreak i was really man i was real disappointed i was like this is it because when he because he walked when he got into the road man he stopped and he was standing there like perfect like shoot me and i couldn't see him at that time when he was because you were off to my right a little bit i didn't catch him by the time he was coming through the road i never saw him stop on the road all i saw was like him continue to walk and literally he think i mean he i mean still didn't kill him, but he stopped on the edge of the road freaking shot and just i don't know I, I don't know man and then matt comes down they're like you get him like and i'm like no and he's like son of a gun or what yeah. i forgot what you said something like i that. said i missed two yeah <laughs> yeah we yeah three misses in one day yeah that was but man. in my defense they were running away i was just going to try to get Shit, every turkey i shot at today well no the first turkey they were sitting there looking at me while gobbling but yeah it was bad so guys anyways i just Clearly need to go take some lessons on how to shoot a shotgun. Yeah, just, I mean, straight, clean miss. Didn't even get a feather off that joker. Not, didn't get a feather off any of the turkeys. Yeah, no, that was, that was sad. So that that's what I was talking about at the beginning when I said Jacob needs a new nickname because, uh, man, he, he crapped the bed on this one. <laughs> they, they, they all wanted to die, man. It's lesson. Wasn't their time. Wasn't their time. I mean, we put you right on them, dude. Yep. Right, so. right in your lap, right on your yeah. lap. Yeah, dude, it, it was it was pretty it was pretty rough. Um, and then today, not much to speak of besides we got absolutely yes. covered Let, in ticks. Let's, let's talk about this because listen, guys. Okay, so Matt, so we hunted that property and we didn't really want to go back there today, so we decided to go hunt like uh, one of your leases that you said you've seen like like you saw like one at one time over the last year or two like three hundred birds. Oh yeah, on one sit like, during deer season, so winter flocks, but huge flocks. And the cool thing is that where we're hunting right now, on, on the state website, it shows that there is um, uh, over 2,000 turkeys per county out here, yeah. which is ridiculous. I mean, I can't, listen, I can't imagine that. And you're over here like, oh, it's got to be higher than that because you've yeah. seen three and 400 in one sit before. Yeah. So that's – or you said you saw – I saw 600 in a day before. Counted 600 in one – yeah, one setup. Yeah, that's so, a lot of turkeys. That's ridiculous, man. I, I don't think – I've never seen 600 turkeys in my entire life, <laughs> let alone on one sit, even during deer season. So, um, anyways, guys, yeah, we – Matt, listen, Matt can put you on some ticks, man, get you a full limit <laughs> and a half. I mean, full-on yeah, guy. Yeah, there was no turkeys out there. They must have – there were some old crap. Well, ticks probably run them off. Jeez, man, it ran us off. Heck yeah, I was running. I've never seen a grown man break Act down. Act like a girl. What? A- yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Andrew. Everybody knows like those moms out there who their kid gets sick and they web MD it and they're like, "Oh, Johnny, he's got some horrible got disease." <laughs> Jacob was like, "Guys, I listen to this podcast about ticks, listen. and they carry all these diseases. Okay. And there's this this tick, and if you squeeze it, it'll puke inside of you." <laughs> He's like, we have to go home. Let's go back to the shop where there's no t- <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's what he said. I'm not kidding. That was verbatim what he said. I, I do not believe my voice sounds like that, but I appreciate the, the, the mocking. <laughs> I feel special now. 
No, but guys, listen. Okay, so shake this crap out. So we, we're hunting, and it's hot as hell, and everything. And so, so first first off, Matt gets up in a tree stand, too, and he's like our lookout up above us in this first set. He comes down, he's like, man, there's a bunch of ants up there. Well, we get back to another set, and he's like, man, I think there's ants all over me. He takes his jacket off. Man, there is ticks all over his freaking back, bro. I'm like crawling on his Everywhere. shirt. Bro, I was like, dude, and listen, guys, I don't I don't well, first that one bit me on the arm. On the arm. I thought it was an ant. It, it was biting so hard. Yes. Pulled my jacket off and it's a damn tick. Big old Lone Star <laughs> tick, boys. Then Jacob pulls my jacket down and said, hell, they're all over you. Dude, <laughs> done. I was, I saw that. I was like, what? I was like, dude. I've never seen Tiffany doesn't act like that, man. Uh, Tiffany's a girly <laughs> you, you girl. You go put Tiffany out in that situation and see what. She's a girly girl. Listen, guys, guys, man. guys. If, if anyone thinks I'm overreacting, I'm going to send you guys a podcast at TWR. Oh, my did. goodness. Listen, guys. That will absolutely make you. We're listening to it when we head home, whenever. That, like, no, I'm not going to yes, listen to it. Yes, and you are going to be like, oh, dude, I'm done. Done turkey hunting. I'm dude, I'm, I'm drowning myself in permethrin. Oh, my gosh. Drown yourself. What? What a tender foot. I, hey, I was never like this until I listened to that podcast. I believe me. I've dealt with ticks a whole you're like a You're like a kid that watches a scary movie, and then they're like afraid of their closet or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> are, you, are you afraid of clowns? No, I, I'm down. I'm, I'm down. With, I feel like a clown today, actually, after, after running around with you two fools and getting covered in ticks. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> there was a lot of ticks though. No, it was ridiculous. So we were absolutely covered. So once Matt found, we found him on Matt. Then we all started investigating, and there's a, a freaking Lone Star tick running up Andrew's beard, like under the hair that I freaking picked off. Yeah. Then we start looking at ourselves, and they're all on my freaking legs, like on the pants. And I'm, I'm like, Jesus, like knocking them all off, dude. I mean, just I don't. Know. And then we're like, Did you post that video? Not yet. It's, it's going on tomorrow. When this episode drops, it will be up. You're. Yeah. Oh. oh, I mean, you can talk about it. Yeah, so we did a video. Well, hold on. Let me kind of go through. So, like, we're looking at ourselves. Like, dude, there's freaking ticks everywhere. Like, back under that tree stand, I unzip my pants, bro, and they are all in my pants legs, bro. All in there, like, embedded. I guess they thought the freaking the fleece on the inside of my pants were, like, my skin. And they didn't. They weren't on me, like, biting me. They were in the freaking pant, like, embedded. So, I'm, like, pulling them off, dude, like, four or five out of each pants, like, six. I don't know. I lost count. And then they're like all on you. And you're like, oh, it's no big deal. We get back and I'm freaked. I'm like, I'm a pansy. Straight Dude, up. Dude, Jacob's ticks. running around with his pants around his ankles yelling and pulling I ticks on. I, I video it for y'all. Well, hold yeah. on. So we get back to the truck and we all drop pants. We take shirts off. We're picking ticks off each other, man. Like freaking like some Like a couple chimpanzees. Yeah, this is, I mean, we ain't eating them, but it was close. I mean, it was just, just bad. And then I actually, I got some footage. Andrew won't ever post it probably because he's, he's too much of a too much of a wuss. Of them dropping their pants. Because they're over here trying to pick pant, take ticks off of them left and right. Dude, uh, y'all yeah. were covered. Y'all were freaking covered. I didn't have that many on me, actually. And then, my, then my turn. I did. Heck yeah, Matt was covered, man. He had the most. Yeah, so I dropped. I, I picked I had five off of me when I took a shower a while ago. Dude, you probably had like thirty on you. I mean, at least like thirty. Like, no, you had more than that. There was a crap ton. Know. Andrew thought we 30. only. Andrew thought we only had thirty total. Listen, Matt had five just now. He pulled off him. Yeah, and dude, they were all uh, over him. I don't know. I didn't have that many on me. I did. I don't know why I don't. Did, you didn't have that many on you. Dude, well, we, fuck, you, you ain't showered for four days. <laughs> for, God, what is your problem, dude? Listen, That's a, that was my secret. That was my secret <laughs> weapon. That's how you don't get ticks, man. Andrew's allergic to water and soap, guys. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Dang, I'm a, I'm a mountain man. That's disgusting. I, yeah. invited, I invited him to shower three times. And he, uh, he never went. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't with me. That was just to go take a bath. <laughs> It's all in the phrasing, my man. 
how they do it up here in Oklahoma. You gotta save, <laughs> you gotta save that water. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, alright, so we have a recovery with ticks, whatever. And we came back, dropped pants, freaking looking at ticks, picking ticks off left and right, paranoid. Oh, Dude, there was, we probably had, I probably had alone probably 30 on me. Now, none of, them bit, none, none of them bit me. They were crawling all over us, dude. It was freaking mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, but, dude. yeah, we got a fun video of that. You probably picked seven off in the truck alone, throwing them out the window. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. You're probably okay, right. Okay, now do the math. How many you took? Oh, you had 30 or 40 on by yourself. No, I definitely did not have 30 or 40. Okay. I picked I picked five off my pants we got to the truck. I probably picked off seven in the truck. And then I picked One off on the two. beard and the neck. And then I picked off two uh, in the shower. Anyways, so, yeah, it was fun, guys. I'm just saying, Matt is an awesome guide when it comes to hunting for ticks. Yeah, I mean, put that you was on. impressive. Put that you that on. was impressive. A lot of ticks. But, yeah, that's pretty much our turkey hunting. Yep, that's pretty much it. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, well, let's kind of talk about, like, really another reason why we came up here to kind of do some filming and actually maybe do some product development and uh, some testing, which is pretty exciting to say the least. Uh, so we're up here again at uh, Matt's shop and uh, did some filming yesterday and today uh, for the new product that's going to be released this summer uh, at the Birmingham uh, World Deer Expo, which is J- July 19th to the 21st. So make sure you guys can actually come down for that. It's going to be a good time. But anyways, we released uh, on a video uh, the new Ridge Runner platform, which is a uh, pretty freaking sweet setup, which is pretty much everything that everyone's ever asked for. After the podium came out, like any nitpicking that the podium had, the Ridge Runner settles that for everybody. Uh, yeah, that thing's pretty cool. Yeah, and like you know, the main one was, you know, a lot of people might like you know we talked me you talked about this, you know when people see expanded metal, a lot of people instantly think cheap or like yep. cheaply made and just noisy. Che- yeah, exactly, and noisy. And one reason that is because there, a lot of manufacturers are using steel expanded metal and not using aluminum and you do everything in aluminum which is pretty cool um on that aspect uh, which is the podium but again you know guys up north they didn't like it for some reason talking about you know noise when it came to you know cold weather and also having snow in their boots and stuff and i mean the ridge runner the way you design that thing i mean absolutely fixes any issue they ever could have thought of on that aspect i mm-hmm. believe so yeah which again they'll, they'll have to come with maybe somebody up there testing it this winter on some you know, situations like that. But, I mean, the way you made it, first of all, it's a sexy freaking platform. I mean, that design, the way you kind of designed it, it is a beautiful platform. With anyone that has, didn't see the uh, the live video we did on Facebook, uh, Out and Lynn posted on their uh, Facebook page uh, that we did with them kind of talking about the product, uh, you kind of get a better understanding for what it looks like. Uh, but it's fantastic. And getting, getting using that strap aluminum, which is 6061, right? Yep. Quarter inch 6061 yep. strap. Is so stiff. I mean, it's, it, gives, it gives you a really good, solid feel. I'd say similar to like again, kind of like you know what you're going to get with like a cast aluminum platform because that, that's what they're known for is being a stiff platform. But this is something that you were able to kind of design and make that doesn't have that cost of you know cast, but makes it customizable to what you want to do. And again, have that versatility. And again, super stiff platform. And again, gives everybody the option uh, for you know kind of have a little more versatile platform for what you're getting. And for the record. I just want you guys to look tomorrow. I built a stand five years ago. The same design, but different. I want to show it to you tomorrow. 
it's heavy because there's so much strap built into mm-hmm. it. But it looks is that back by the door? Badass. Is it, it's back yeah. by the door? I saw yeah, I, by I, that walk through door. Yeah, because I, I saw it. It's all diamonds. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. I think yesterday, but we can look at it again and maybe talk about it because that's cool. Because I was going to ask you if you've ever thought about actually building a full size stand with that strap, but still having it's too heavy. Too heavy. That's cool. Well, too heavy the way I did it. Yeah. But I was going for looks back then. And it's all diamonds. I mean, probably inch and a half diamonds. Oh, yeah. That two is, foot wide. That's two a lot and a half of foot long. A lot of metal. A lot of strap. Yeah. That's it pretty took cool, a lot of man. time building it. Yeah. But, well, we, the cool thing was we were able to actually do a full length video uh, that we'll, people will see hopefully in the next couple of weeks, uh, kind of highlighting the, uh, the process that it takes for you to build the. Um, the Ridge Runner, because a lot of people I don't think realize. That, I mean, you have a legit shop. I mean, literally machine everything, every on. piece on it. I build. I yeah, mean, from the from the adjuster nut to the platform. Yeah, it is a impressive. Like watching the whole process of it, but also watching just how you. I mean, dude, you just go go go. I mean, you put stuff together. I flow, dude. Yeah. Yeah, you getting your flow state in there, man. So you just got get that mojo going and just freaking yeah. slinging stuff together. What's bad is I can't when I'm doing it. I can't tell you about it because I it's one track mine. I just do it. Yeah, which is fine. It's all good. Yeah, but how you just put stuff together? Like you get something in your mind, like that little step that we were messing with. You're like, I think this would work, and then dude, that was cruel. Which we won't talk about that in detail. Yeah, but that, no. that was cool. We it's talked about still that. Still classified. Yeah, still classified. Oh, that step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. one I ain't notched yet. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that thing is going to be pretty cool if you kind of. And that get... was just a. We threw that together while he was on the phone with his girlfriend. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Old mm-hmm. Tiffany, old mm-hmm. fiance, taking Andrew away from us. So yeah, we just freaking built that while he was out doing his thing. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, man. We were having yeah, a good walk time. back in and you're like, here it is. I was like, dang, man. Dude, it was cool. It yeah, was, that's pretty impressive, man. Yep. So kind of mess around with that, and again, kind of seeing your the way you design and also build. You know, kind of how you, we didn't build a podium, but I can kind of get a lay of how you would do the podium. But really, with the time it takes for you to build these ridge runners, there's some more work in the ridge runner. Oh yeah. I mean, compared to the podium, yeah, there's some work. Well, especially with the way you punch out, you know, punching out your uh, traction right. uh, on the top of it. I mean, which first of all gives it a, a really awesome look, but also really gives it a very functional use in getting a lot more traction on top of that. I like platform. how deep the punches are. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. I think that makes a big difference. Yeah, because a, a lot, a lot of just manufacturers out there, tree stands and everything else. They try to do texturing like that, and it's so subtle that yeah. it doesn't do anything, especially when it gets wet. Yeah. It don't matter. Yeah. So, you know, having a real aggressive, I'm, almost, I'm not going to call it tray, but a real aggressive punches on, on the actual strap is fantastic. Uh, and then also, again, your updated um, leveling bracket that you made, or not bracket, but that leveling knob, which is a large, what is it, one inch? Inch and a half. Inch and a half. Uh, Diameter. That you With freaking. one inch thread. Yep, that you literally milled while we were there. Like, we built those. That was cool as hell. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, I mean, it's cool because it's it's a lot quicker to adjust, but also, you know, someone up north, kind of thing for these northerners, can be able to adjust it with a glove on, which is huge. Because, again, that was one complaint that I think a lot of guys were talking about with the podium was having, you know, not only having two set screws to set the adjustment, but also those smaller knobs. Mm-hmm. You know, guys were like, oh, well, I can't do it while I have my big gloves on. It's 25 degrees below zero. Man up. <laughs> I, I, you, you think they you think they'd be used to it? I don't know. I guess not. But I don't know. I don't know. That's Southerners talking crap. 
about people. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it deal is with real cold. No, but, but, know, but this definitely solves that uh, that issue for sure with having that knob. Um, you know, using the same bracket that you're using on the podium, so nothing's really changed there. Uh, same ears that you uh, use to attach it to the tree that you mill out. Um, oh, that really? I'm trying to think what else is different. Designs, uh, of course, a little bit different. Shape is the same. Yep. 16, well, it's 16 by 8. Yeah, inches instead of 9. Instead of 9. Which actually, when we got the podcast, I got to tell you about something my buddy told me today. Doesn't have to do doesn't have to do with that product or anything like that. But I got to tell you about something after this. Right. Um, it's gonna you're gonna be interested in. Believe me. Um, I'm not gonna get pissed though. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. You won't get you won't get mad. You'll, I'll, I'll, you'll laugh. You, right. You'll you'll laugh. Oh yeah. Um, but it has to do with what you think it is. Um, so. That's pretty much the Ridge Runner, which is pretty awesome. Also, we, we, you showed us the uh, camera arm that you built for, I guess you built for saddle hunters, but to be honest, I mean, anybody can use that. Oh, yeah. Anyone could use that. I mean, hunting out a tree center, whatever. The, the, po- the pocket size? The pocket size saddle tr- you know, camera arm. I mean, it literally, the base, which is full adjustment base. I mean, guys, Matt's base, and I haven't used one of your camera arms yet, even though I want to use one this fall. The way you have your bases made, there's no real tools you have to do Bullet to use proof. on it. And they're lightweight. Uh, so the, the, the base itself, which has One full adjustment. Pound, three ounces, right? Yes. And then the arm is like 14 ounces, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And it's a three-section piece, very well made. 28-inch reach. Yep. Uh, we put on the um, XX, no, AX100, mm-hmm. your Sony, which is comparable to my camera, uh, the AX or XA11 uh, Canon. And also put on Andrew's ginormous uh, 70D Canon DSLR with a 18 by 35 millimeter lens on there. And it handled them great, especially in a saddle hunting situation. Now, if you're hunting out of a tree stand, definitely maybe a little smaller camera because you have to have it reached out much farther to go around you. A little smaller camera would help a little bit with, or help a lot with just a little bit of bounce, having it ext- extended out there that long. But again, having these bigger cameras in your saddle hunting, you're going to keep them out in front of you, you know, going left and right, panning across uh, for any shot, going up behind you. It's going to be perfect. I mean, home run, hands down. Uh, give me a huge seller. I know you're kind of talking with the guys at uh, you know, uh, Garrett. Uh, Garrett Benner. Garrett Modern Benner, Assassin. Modern Assassin. Uh, I guess he kind of was an inspiration for kind of yeah. building that product, which is pretty awesome. Uh, which, again, guys, you're going to love it. And that'll be, I don't know, there's not really a release date yet because y'all got to kind of work out some stuff on that. It, it, it's going to be a at Birmingham, come hell or high water. All right, cool. So, guys, you'll be able to see that at the Birmingham show, which we're going to be doing a bunch of uh, demos down there. Let's see what else we uh, what else? Oh, the Mini 360, yep. uh, which is pretty cool. Again, kind of you need to get a base thrown together for that, but uh, that's going to be awesome. That's another thing, kind of be able to test and kind of be able to test that, you know, with for saddle hunters. I mean, that's what you designed it for. Be able to kind of work around your bridge, get shots from any angle, especially I think it's going to be a awesome, awesome, awesome setup. When I'm a, like someone like myself being a cameraman for someone else, and you literally, all your pet, all your focus is in that camera, and you're just trying to get that shot. It's gonna be the absolute perfect setup. And then for the hunters, it's gonna be a good setup as well. But that's one thing I really want to try it with is like when I'm filming him on whatever hunt, and be able to have that system, and be able to take my hands off of it and get that shot, and can kind of work with something else. You know as what well. I'm thinking about doing on that? What you think? I built that mini out of eighth wall, mm-hmm. just like the E. Mm-hmm. I think as light, as small as it is, we can go 16 gauge and. That, that'll drop the weight in half. I was going to say, how much weight it's, will that drop? It's three pounds now, so it'll be a pound and a half. Let's do that tomorrow. Okay. If we get some free time. I don't know if you have what a tool. What about the switchblade? 
Oh, hold on. Well, listen. <laughs> listen. We got we got to talk about the leaking info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. That's like that's like that's so dis that, that, disclosed right now. That's a teaser. Yeah, old switchblade. Switchblade. What? That, is that a knife? Yeah, yeah. switchblade. Yeah, yeah. Right? Switchblade. <laughs> <a knife. laughs> it's pretty. I don't know how much. I don't know how much we want to talk about that. I mean, stay tuned. I mean, that's up to Matt. Like, Let's just put it this way. It's one of my most asked questions. Yes, by far, at least very recently, it's been the most asked, most asked question, hands down, and it's going to be sick. Oh my god, I'm so freaking. I divulged a little information to these boys today. Oh heck yeah, we freaking were trying to build a prototype. Too bad we didn't have enough freaking. We didn't have everything we needed for it, but run out of material. Oh yeah, before it got kind of sketchy with the saw. Yeah, that's all kind of scared me. Yeah, <laughs> I've got enough stitches in me this week. Yeah, oh for <laughs> sure. So that oh yeah yeah the, yeah the switchblade or see switchblade or swingblade yeah switchblade yeah we'll, we'll yeah, figure it out. Anyways, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> that's gonna be huge for anybody. It's uh, uh well now we'll talk about it. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's gonna be cool. All right, so we talked about that the mini three sixty. I think that's gonna be awesome if you can do that in six uh sixteenth gauge easy. Or one six is it one six sixteen gauge sixteen sixteenth inch thick. Yeah, sure. That'd be cool. Um, see what else? What else we kind of cover up here? Of course, if everyone knows about the perch, um, yeah, it's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. But Oklahoma well, trip been a good trip, man. Yeah, I mean, and also again, that tree step. I don't know what you're gonna call that thing. That's no, cool. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. Oh, well, that's, that's pretty cool, that too. Is the, yeah, people have no idea what we're talking about. Well, I'll tell you, I'll, well, one thing, we, can, can we talk about that other, that other, um, I don't know. Can we, um, I don't know. The product you talked about with the cable, cable system to be able to get the tree? Oh, my, my, my Can we talk about steps? that? Can yeah. we talk about that or no? I don't care. Okay, so. We'll so, probably never release them. Yes, yeah, so, okay, so guys, Matt has this stick that, I, personally, I might would try it, but it is not for me. That's like that's like some next level crap. But literally, it's like a cable system. How to explain it? How does that thing work again? Well, I got the idea. If there's a video floating around YouTube or Facebook of this. I don't even know what nationality it was. I think I think he might have been from Hawaii. I don't know, but he's climbing a coconut tree mm-hmm. with these little automatic walker upper deals. Mm-hmm. But they're huge. So I scaled it down and changed it and put my spin on it. Is that the thing where he's like pumping his feet up? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that video. Yeah. yeah. It's that's where the inspiration came from, but that was too I mean, that takes two hands to operate. Yeah. Okay, guys. You just heard uh an abrupt stop in the conversation because our recorder died. But thank God it saved the whole conversation. So that's probably a good place to wrap it up. Jacob, you got anything else you want to say? Negative. It's got carrot ticks. I can't shoot to save my life. And it's been fun in Oklahoma. Yeah. And, like, anyways, talking with Matt kind of at the very end, you got some really freaking cool stuff we were working on today that's definitely in the infancy stage. But uh, hopefully at least one of those products will be definitely available uh, come July. So it's going to be pretty awesome to get all that worked out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Getting Now that – uh turkey season's winding down i can start getting excited about deer stuff again and so yeah i'm pretty excited to see what he comes out with maybe see some new toys for this fall i guess but anyways we'll wrap it up right there thanks everybody for listening keep an eye out for these youtube videos that we're watching make sure you subscribe and follow us on social media but 
Appreciate it, guys. Send us pictures of dead turkeys that you got in these uh, weaning moments of turkey season. Deuces. Deuces. You guys seem to really have enjoyed over the last year where we've went to a Q&A format every Thursday on the show where we answer some listener questions. Now, some of the most common ones that we get have to do with gear, but also how to find a good hunting buddy. You know, I'm really lucky to, to have a hunting buddy like Jacob. We've been on a lot of incredible hunting trips together over the years, and it's just nice to have somebody that, you know, is always down to go on that that trip that you've always wanted to go on or, or who'll wake up at three o'clock in the morning and go get that gate before someone else does on public land with you, whatever the case may be. And like I said, we get a lot of questions on how do you find, you know, a group of people who enjoy that same thing so you can kind of network and make some connections. The Mobile Hunters Expo is the place to do that. Y'all heard us talk about it last year. And guess what? This year it's happening in Dalton, Georgia. We're going to be there June 28th through the 30th. We're going to be there all three days. We're going to have a booth. You can come talk to us. We talked to a lot of you guys last year, had a ton of fun. So looking forward to that again. But guys, I'm telling you, this is the place to come network. And there's going to be a ton of you guys there. A lot of Southern Outdoorsman podcast listeners are going to be at this show. And actually, Friday, June 28th, there's going to be an after-hour social after the expo. So what better place to go kind of intermingle, hang out with a bunch of like-minded people, and probably pick up a couple new hunting buddies. So you guys don't miss it. It's June 28th through the 30th. I'm telling you, if you listen to this podcast, this is an event you need to be at. Now, we'll see you guys at the Mobile Hunters Expo June 28th through the 30th in Dalton, Georgia.